back to another episode of the Breaking, Breaking Even, Even podcast. podcast. I'm Justin. I'm LJ. We haven't been here in a while because we've been procrastinating. Procrastination. But, um, we're coming at you today with our first ever remote interview. Remote. Of- of our good friend at this point, I guess. Interview. <laughs> Everybody who comes on as an interview, we're going to be like our good friend, even if we yeah. don't know them. No, we're buddies now. Um, we're interviewing Cash Filburn. He's a uh, he's out of... Uh, That's Cash with a K. Yeah, Cash with a K. He's out of uh, Arizona. Cash Filburn. Tempe, I believe. And uh, he's, he's drumming for Hashi, Rio Wiley. He teaches at Strum University. We talk about all that in the episode. So yes. uh, make sure you stick around. Yeah, check out check out the uh, the the end of this episode so you hear our interview with Cash Filburn and you get to learn um, all the wonderful things we got to you learn get to about hear this his, guy. Uh, he's amazing fun. opinion on Iron Maiden. I was gonna say he's a f- <laughs> very very funny guy, very well spoken. Yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty fun. It's a nice but, bond. But before we get to that, before we get to that, we made a challenge at the end of the last episode. Yes, today is the day. Or two episodes ago, I believe, and uh, the challenge was. To make a song in a week, just like it always is. The one week song challenge. One day we'll have a uh, a song for this, hopefully. One week song challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was beautiful. Um, so we're gonna. He did d- bass hands while he did it, like while he made those noises. <laughs> well, I played the bass. Um, so last time we started off with your song first, so this time we're gonna start off with my song first. All right. Here, so, we, here it is. Justin, let's, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, song, at least, at least the title if you don't want to get into the All right, so, you know, one day one day I was just sitting there, and I was like, man, I was supposed to finish this song like three days ago, and uh, this right. time it's my fault, and uh, I got to write this song, and I wrote a different song, and then I was like, you know what, let me stick to these jazz chords that I love playing, <laughs> and then all of a sudden a bird flew through the window with a rock in its claw hit me in the head with the rock and i fell asleep and when i woke up interesting i had this song in my head and i picked up the guitar and i was like here it goes so with that said this is my song called sunny day sunny day left to say and soon you'll know the truth there can't be me without you hurts to feel this way oh well i guess i'll change wasn't all your fault doesn't make it any better i just hate this goddamn sunny day i'll lose myself in my head Wish it wasn't yours instead And you forgot to mention All these problems you kept hidden When you said you felt bad for me Couldn't shake that feeling I told you I didn't want it But it was what you needed And soon you'll know The truth there can't be me without you Hurts to feel this way Well, I guess I'll change Wasn't all your fault Doesn't make it any better 
I just hate this goddamn sunny day. Oof, and a little bit of a blues there at the end too. Yeah, just it's, it's, it's called resolvement. You know, it's what we do in arguments. We resolve. No, uh, that's uh, that, that was honestly that was awesome. That was really good. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, I hate that goddamn sunny day. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's that's a very uh, it's an awesome like upbeat sounding song with like an ironic chorus. Yes. It's very it's very good. That's awesome, dude. Very thank very you. awesome. Thank no, you. it's it's definitely one of my. Uh, Definitely, uh, uh, one of my. M- Are you about to insult me? <laughs> no, I was gonna say no. one of my like more more favorite. I'm not sure if that's the right way to say, but uh, of your so. songs. Thank you. No problem. But it's funny because I wrote this on Twitter. I think too. If you wanna go follow me at Justin underscore Legends on Twitter, um, I wrote like you know when d- is it like if people tell me <laughs> if people tell me this is your uh, your best work, am I supposed to take that as an insult that all my other work is bad? <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't say it's your best so. work. But um, oh, so what are you saying? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm saying it, I'm in kidding. my opinion. No. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's called Sunny Day. I'm gonna make that song for real one day. Even though, even though this, uh, excuse me, even though this file is called Sunny Day for real, it's not. For per- real. Perhaps on a rainy day, <laughs> you'll have the time to make Sunny Day. Uh, today was a rainy day. I didn't have the time. But um, <laughs> but to get to LJ's song, uh, LJ. Why don't you let us know a little bit about your song? Um, yeah, so I was uh, I was I was sitting in my room and I was like, "Yep, I have to write this song." And I had this one line, this lyric, that first lyric, the uh, which is ironic that your song is uh, is called "Sunny Day" because my song is actually called "Forecast." <laughs> so it's funny we both just wrote about the weather. Yeah, we actually work for a news station. Yeah, Justin and I are meteorologists. <laughs> um, and now back to Justin with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's I was Justin like, with weather. There it is. <laughs> but um, no, I had I had this first line, and um, I kind of like put together the melody. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, once once I once I kind of had that, and I had like the first like chords together, I was just like, yep, this will this will come together easy. And then like I kind of tweaked the end of it a little bit, like once or twice. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, that was it. I kind of wrote lyrics all in one day. And uh, right. and and that that was it. It was kind of just. Uh, yeah. And here it is premiering on Breaking Even Radio forecast by LJ. Well, I can't predict the weather, but tell a storm is coming. Doesn't get much better. What more do you want from me? can't recall the last time I saw a smile on your face It must have been the last time I was waking up at your place Then I began to feel the change between you and me If all this April rain leads to all of these May flowers They should be up to my knees July's final hours I wish I had the answers The questions you've been asking Maybe a change of seasons Exactly what we're lacking Then I began To feel the change Inside of me And 
I've been asked to forecast From the books outside I just don't think the storm will pass Yeah, all this time I've been asked to forecast From the books outside I just don't think the storm will pass <laughs> Here, here's tissues, dude. Tell Jay, how'd you know this song about me? <laughs> I mean, I, I just... I'm one. I'm just an. I just uh, don't uh, think the storm. No. <laughs> nah, dude. I just. I, I feel emotions of people. Yeah, you around know, me. when I think about LJ, I think about you know, pen to paper and like really getting his like heart to heart to ink. You know what I'm saying? I'm a heart on my sleeve kind of guy. You know, yeah. I just. Uh, you know, it's there for everybody. Well, definitely, definitely, a really good job. And also, Thanks. it's funny. It's gonna be funny to look back and like see the first one. Like, uh, what was your song called? The first one again? Um, I forget. I messed up the name when we talked about it in the episode too. Oh. Mine was this life. Yours was, uh, I need you around. Yeah, I was just say, hey, suck at being alone. Yeah, yeah, I forget that's what, on. I, forget I think what it's I called. need you around. Yeah. It's going to be funny looking back on these, like if we ever do make like a little like album of all Compilation. these Compilation. Yeah, it's going to be funny to hear just the uh, growth in being able to write these songs in like a week or like eight days most of the time. Yeah. It's funny because like we're, we're like, we have a week yeah. and I wrote the song in an hour, but I wrote it on the eighth day after that week. So does it count? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> Uh, you know, you decide. We'll put when we put this episode up. We'll put a poll up. Last time I won because yeah. you know I'm just fucking awesome and, and everything, and everybody loves me. <laughs> no, you wrote a really good song last time too. <laughs> Thank you, but obviously yours is good too. Thanks. So, but um, uh, make sure that you listen to the interview after this. We're gonna. This is literally the beginning of the interview era. We have like an interview set up every five days from this point on, and we're gonna just yeah, pump the them ne- out for the next three years. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we we want to we want to interview everybody. So let us know. Email us breakingevennj uh, at gmail.com Two ends breaking even off one on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the interview that's about to come right now. We're here with Cash Filburn. He's a drummer Hi. from uh, California. Where exactly? Drummer from? and producer. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, actually. oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was California. I'm sorry about no, that. You're good. No, I love California though. I want to live there. Okay. Well, um, then maybe so, one day you will. Yeah. What's it like in Phoenix? Be. Uh, hot. Very hot. Am I allowed to cuss on this, by the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's hot as fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. my. Just that's yourself. what I tell people. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's 120 degrees outside. Jeez. Every day. Um. Yeah, I can't like you know like get in my car every day and it takes like five minutes for me to be able to touch my steering wheel yeah, so. yeah i was just it's, about to say do you have like a do they make ice pack like steering wheel covers specifically for <laughs> Ari- people that live in arizona <laughs> yeah right it's a great idea they should it's I not remember even, when i worked uh sorry when i worked at uh no, you're good uh when i used to work at this drive through coffee place and we would take orders outside and uh we had to wear these like ice vests <laughs> that's uh, that's fat yeah yeah, we had to wear, like, these ice vests. Um, I was actually in a uh, – if you want to see what it looks like, I was actually in a viral YouTube prank video yes. that What's has, like, called? 2 million – it has, like, 2 million views. Yes. Uh, the video is called – yeah, it's crazy. I'm more famous for this than anything else. Um, <laughs> it's called Awkward Phone Calls in the Drive-Thru. You hear that, everybody? This, yeah. Awkward Phone yeah. Calls in the Drive-Thru. Look this up on yep. YouTube. Yeah. See then, our boy like, Cash Filburn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see me on the on the second person that he pranked. He pretended to get uh, dumped by a girl over the phone while I was taking his order. Um, <laughs> nice. And wow, he started so. like fake fake crying. It was amazing. Sounds uh, like an epic <laughs> prank. My bro. reaction is way more epic than the prank, though. My reaction is amazing. Yeah. 
he's like, you know what? Um, we can't assault people anymore in pranks. So instead of doing that, I'm just going to pretend that my girlfriend broke up with me. That's enough em- for everybody else. I'm going emo- <laughs> to emotionally assault people. Perfect. So oh, what? Uh, when did you start? You know, making music or playing instruments in general, and what did you start with? Uh, okay. Um, well, my uh, my parents aren't musicians, mm-hmm. but they're super into music, so they tried getting me into it like super early, and it actually did not catch on. Uh, I actually kind of they tried to get me to do drums and guitar when I was like five and six, and I mm-hmm. was more interested in like sports. Yeah. So I did that for a really long time. I know, like, ew, sports effort. Uh, what what sports um, did you play? <laughs> I did. Uh, I did like uh, tackle and flag football. Nice. nice. Um, I did cross country and track and field in high school. Nice. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was cool. Uh, yeah, it's definitely but, something um, fun for when you're younger, for sure. Obviously. But music is music is something I've always listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been really, really into music, uh, just as a form of expression. Yeah. And uh, my, all my friends. My my best friend growing up, uh, this kid named Dante. He was a guitar player. Um, he was actually part of the reason I quit playing guitar because he got better than me, and so I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this," and I quit. Um, yeah, I have a friend like that quit. too. If we some, always... Don't quit if someone's better than you. That's stupid and childish. Um, does does but, everybody uh, in Arizona have sick names? No. I was gonna no. say your name is Cash. Your boy's name is Dante. Like, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we got we got some cool names out here. Yeah, um, I, I definitely have the most unique name out of my friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. uh yeah so so basically I, I did sports for a little bit and then um, the reason I came back to music and I started playing it I was always into it but the reason I picked up an instrument again was because my friend group was like starting a band uh-huh. and so yeah. uh, I wanted to be included mm-hmm. um, there you go if anyone's ever seen the the show the anime uh K-On it's actually one of those like really weird like cute girl shows uh-huh. that people are kind of weirded out about because it's K-On, like high school you girls. said yeah, K on. I don't think um, I've actually, actually heard that really, one. And it's I actually watch really it. fucking. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's actually really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl in there learns guitar just so she can be in a band with her friends, and so mm-hmm. I really related to that. But yeah, that's that's what it was. It's kind of like that and, for me too, um, honestly. When I first started, it was like we were all learning together to be in a band with each other, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were all terrible like at first, and so <laughs> it was like even even playing field, even playing field. Yeah. So you, um, yeah, you got you started uh, learning again to get into that band with your friends. Yeah, and so I asked my parents for a drum set, and they, you know, they were nice enough to to get me like a starter, like Ludwig kit. Mm-hmm. And how old and were then, you by at way, this point? I, yeah, so I was uh, in eighth grade. I think I was around like twelve or thirteen. Nice. I've been playing for uh, almost eleven years. It'll be eleven years in December. Nice. Uh, I'm twenty three okay. now. God bless. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Our first band was called. Uh, Buddhist priest. L O L. What kind of genre yeah. was it? Yeah. Um, terrible. Uh, <laughs> it, we were a cover band. We oh, did uh, okay, tena- okay. we did we did Tenacious D covers. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say that's badass. Which cover yeah. which songs did you cover? Do you remember? We only managed to pump out Tribute and Bial's a Boss and they were both really bad. <laughs> nice. <laughs> probably mad um, fun though, for sure. Yeah, but then there's there's been, you know, the I could go on for hours from there to how i got to where i am now so i want to um, i i don't know i think i i'm not sure how i became friends too on facebook honestly i think that we had like an in, instagram interaction one time and it and you had a band and uh, i want to say it was something maybe gold or maybe i'm thinking of somebody ooh. else gold season that yes was my, right 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 yeah, yeah. that was mm-hmm. my heavy touring project going out of high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so coming out of high school what what um I mean, I don't want to divert from the question we were asking necessarily, no, but what, cool. what happened with uh, with that band that you guys ended up not playing together? Um, oh, that's actually a really good question because, um, I mean, 
I'm pretty uh, looking back. I'm pretty happy with all the music we made. I'm mm-hmm. pretty happy with all the touring we did. Um, but the one thing that wasn't really right was the the chemistry between the band members' personalities. Okay. Um, not musically, like literally personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically me. I was actually the reason that band kind of broke up. Um, and that was about when I was 19. Yeah. I'd say I was I was pretty immature. You know, as we yeah. all were when we were 19. Yeah, it um, happens. You know, I did I a mean... lot of I did a lot of messed up shit. Um, lost all of them as friends. We're all friends again now. Mm-hmm. I've kind of built those bridges again but uh yeah i was a i was an asshole and i was a dickhead um it only works it only works to act like gordon ramsay when you are that good yeah i I wasn't that good i thought i was that good and i acted like gordon ramsay i was i was like um if you guys know the drummer buddy rich Mm -hmm. he was notorious for screaming at his band yeah yeah out back of venues when they would just you know miss like one note or something Mm -hmm. i just saw i just saw a meme recently it was like it was like a fake quote from Buddy Rich, and it said, "If you can't blast that 250 BPM, then you're a pussy." <laughs> it's true. I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy, dude. I, I peak out at I peak out at like 190. Yeah, I think that like <laughs> I think that when you're younger and you're becoming a musician, like once you start, especially when you're in a touring band, like it's impossible to uh, not feel like you're the best, you know. Especially yeah. when everything's coming together so well, and you get this like amazing music when you play good songs together, it's yeah. hard to not feel like you're the best. You know. I let it go to my head yeah. super hard. But, I mean, at least you could reflect on it now. It's not even that much mm-hmm. later, you know? So. Yeah, I am the complete opposite of that person. My specific achievement from that is uh, the bass player. Um, he, like, hated me. His mm-hmm. name is uh, Colton Westerman. He's actually in a band called um, Not Nearly. Uh, mm-hmm. They are not amazing. Nearly. They are amazing. Yeah, they're really, really, they're, like, really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. He also plays bass in Rio Wiley now. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, one um, with, yeah. yeah, he took it the worst, and so that was kind of the connection I was really proud of restoring is because now he's one of my best friends. So, yeah, that's a story. Gold Season is a story of of personal failure and then growth for me. So it's actually something I like telling people about. Cause... Well, good, yeah. I mean, it sounds like uh, ultimately as bad as it may have been at yes. first, it's pretty good now. Sounds so. cathartic. Mm-hmm. It's It feels good. It feels good, man. <laughs> um, feels good to talk about still. So... so um, getting back to the music that you you're making and playing now, um, what influences you now? I mean, like you've you've had these oh, different man. musical <laughs> projects, and and obviously the music you play in right now is a little bit different. So, um, like, what 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 do you feel like you you get your influences from nowadays? That's a great question. Um, because you look at all the stuff I do, right? Like, if you go down the list, I teach private lessons at a music school. Mm-hmm. I teach private lessons. Uh, Where from at? My home studio. My home studio. It's at this place called Strum University. It's in Sh- North Phoenix. Strum University, Shout North Phoenix. <laughs> go see your boy Cash. Get some lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those drum lessons, baby. Um, and uh, yeah, I teach. I teach privately as well. Yeah. And then I uh, I play for Rio. Um, in uh, Rio. Wiley is uh, it's mostly Rio's like solo project yeah. I'm actually mostly in charge of um I'm mostly in charge of putting together the live show I'm kind of like the band director of uh-huh. that um I take care of getting yeah like taking what group. he made into putting it into the live music yeah scene. yeah exactly taking the like the hip-hop like trap music and, mm-hmm. and taking elements out and replacing that with like you know live instrumentation so yeah. we take the kick out we take the yeah snare that's out, some of my we... favorite stuff that like hip-hop artists do like i think i mm-hmm. saw uh jay-z maybe like 10 years ago almost and he had a ton of guitar players and actual drummers and everything and it made the mm-hmm. show a lot better exactly yeah. jay-z's yeah, a good like example um if you look back at the to pimp a butterfly kendrick lamar live mm-hmm. videos yeah. that's a great example
example, mm-hmm. um, if you look at uh, Khalid, Khalid, I don't know how to say his name. He's like a, a newer pop guy. Mm-hmm. His live band is like fucking amazing. Greatest show, I've, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Yeah, I saw Kendrick um, also when he was playing Damn and he had like a ton of like live musicians there. It was pretty good. So good. So good. But my, my point was that as you go down the list, you see all the different things I do, right? And then mm-hmm. you think, what kind of influence do I have? Because I'm, I'm not really a composer. I yeah. look at myself as more of a really good teammate because mm-hmm. um, I just do drums. I really don't. I really don't like. I can't sing. I don't play any other instruments. Yeah. Um, so I look at myself as like a, a supplement, kind of to anything I do. Okay. And so like with with Rio, it's you know, um, I do help a little bit with the writing of like the rhythmic stuff. So uh-huh. like sub, so like bass and, and drums. Yeah. I help mostly with mixing actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mixed that record just me and him all by ourselves. We outsourced for mastering that newest record. Um, I hate the internet. Just came out. Yeah, um, yeah, nice. that's what I was listening to earlier. I, I listened to a yeah, couple yeah. songs off that. Thank you, dude. No yeah, it's it's, uh, it's good stuff. He what do you think, re- if, if you recommend like one song to check off that album, what do you think it would be? My favorite song off I Hate the Internet is a song called Famous. Famous. And uh, yeah. it's about he broke up with this girl, and he's bragging that they're going to talk again when he's famous. <laughs> yeah, it's very I braggadocious. Think, I, I like think it. that uh, I want to see the one that I was listening to because it had a funny name. Like, it's not funny, but, you know, it's like it's like tongue-in-cheek, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, he's he's a huge fan of that, actually. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, she, she Bored. That, that was she a pretty bored. good song. Yeah. Banger, banger, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's, that's kind of my role in that is I just kind of help him do his thing. I just yeah. kind of – good teammate. And then uh, with Hashi, H-V-S-H-I, he's more in, like, the – modern hip-hop like soundcloud yeah, he has scene like, sort of like a like it sounds like all of his beats are made on fl essentially <laughs> yeah 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 he's got like that style of production yeah. and uh that for me is i'm just literally his live drummer i just interpret the pop parts into live drums and i play over the song live like, it's gotta it's be pretty simple. awesome like okay the, the couple songs i heard from him i think one of them kind of sounded like uh like it had like a pop punk guitar in it i forget what it was uh yeah was he does called. the whole like like oh, that, uh, that that kind of mixed genre thing in the hip hop scene is really popular right now. Yeah, uh, I heard Guns N' Roses and I heard another one. That I'm not sure. Yeah, like... uh, if you look, uh, Rio is actually in the Guns N' Roses video, which is oh funny. okay, that's pretty um, funny. Yeah, it's very incestuous out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Rio, honestly, like um, we, it's funny. We have a little group between our friends called Legento, based off of all of our old band names, and it's like this little group good. of like ten people that we make hip hop beats with, we make new bands with, we just go in and out because it's like you love working with the people you know. You know. Yeah, the, even breaking even now is like a mixture of just like five people that have been in like a ton of different bands together playing different <laughs> instruments good. every time we we do it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Very yeah. good. So, but I'm I saying actually, with uh, with Hashi, uh, with the drums, I know it's a, it's a lot of like hi hats. So when you're when you're playing live, is it like you're sticking to what they actually have, or you're just trying to get the feel of the part and like make it feel? The That's best? a good question. Um, so I tear myself apart over this. So when I first started playing with him, I just kind of did what was necessary, mm-hmm. um, just to get the point across. Um, yeah, to I make think sure now, it sounded good. Yeah, I think now. I would like to go through and learn the fake drums the way they are because I've actually found that to be uh, more cohesive live. Mm-hmm. And I've also found it to be more beneficial to me as a musician because playing playing those songs, it, it mostly boils down to these super like rhythmically fluctuating um, hi-hat patterns in yeah. the sense that they're switching between eighth notes, 16th notes, 32nd notes, 16th note triplets. They're like very uh, weird phrasing. Sometimes unnatural that, basically. Yeah, and that's that kind of that's kind of the fun of it is that mm-hmm. it's unnatural and it's it's a cha- fun challenge. And I'm actually 
I'm actually going through and I'm charting uh, I'm charting a Chase Atlantic song right now, mm-hmm. and the beat is like fucking impossible, um, which is what I like about it. So I'm gonna do that. I'll post that in in a bit um, right, at cool. Cash Plays Drums on all social media. There with a you K. Hear that. You hear K- that, everybody? <laughs> yeah, with a K. K- K-A-S-H plays Make drums. it out to Cash with a K. <laughs> yes, yes. Give me a, give me that follow. I might follow you back if you post cool shit. So um, so with Hashi, what's the one song that you recommend uh, for everybody? Oh. Here? My my jam is Jimmy Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. Jimmy Jimi Hendrix. It's it's a really cool story actually. I wish he was here to tell it. Um, his dad. <laughs> uh, you should let him come on here one day. Not Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not Jimmy, dude. Jimmy Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy's gone. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> the legend. Uh, yeah, he um, he met Jimi Hendrix in a dream. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like um, like Bill and kind of like with, a. Uh, uh, Jim Morrison. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. He he. Um, his dad just passed away, and he had a dream where he met Jimi Hendrix, and Jimi Hendrix told him to like keep doing music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty awesome. Song that's Jimi a great Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's spiritual. a good track. Um, I wrote some cool parts to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back to the the other point. The the thing I uh, like I was mentioning is that my inspiration is like the teammate thing I was I was yeah. I like mm-hmm. to be uh I like to be a, a helpful asset other than just enjoying playing drums and writing drum parts and I'm I'm like obsessed with drums by the way like yeah. I could nerd out about gear and and tuning and and Oh, we're drum, we're going to ask we're going to ask you about your gear in, in just a good. little bit. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, but I like I like the idea of a team and teamwork. Yeah. Um as far as actual art that I take inspiration from, I think that's kind of something that people would want to know. Yeah. Is um music. Uh I listen to literally every genre of music. Um and I and I guess uh, I'll just name like what I've been listening to recently because I could once again go on forever. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've been really into this pop group called Chase Atlantic recently. I've heard of them, um, but I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't. Actually they're from Australia. Mm-hmm. They are amazing. Their full length album Phases is a ten out of ten record. It's so good. <laughs> I'll um, I've been really into. Let me pull up my library. That would I be think easier. that uh, like if I'm remembering correctly, like I said before, I like we had an Instagram thing. It was like we like trolled each other. And then you were like, but check Did out we? my band. And I was like, All Oh, right. amazing. Oh, uh, amazing. <laughs> and, uh, that sounds it was like, like me, something dude. to do with Dance Gavin Dance, I think. So I don't know if you're into that. Oh, or not. yeah. Because everybody said we sounded like Dance Gavin Dance. So it was like a meme. <laughs> it was a meme. Yeah. We embraced to the meme. Yeah. Um, I've been super into this band called Lonnie. Lonnie. Uh, they are also very poppy, L A N Y. I've been really into this uh, Russian post punk band called uh, Molchat Doma. M O L C H A T space D O M A. It's the weirdest fucking music I've ever listened to. Um, I've really been into this band called Spirit Box. If you guys have ever Spirit heard of Box. them, no, um, it's the, the the old vocalist from the band. I wrestled the bear once. It's oh yes. a new yeah, band. we used to love them. Um, the Spirit Box is one of the more underrated bands. They're, They're like incredible. just as heavy as I wrestled the bear once too, or is she like? Doing no, 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 no. Shit? Yeah, yeah, less heavy. It's uh, more techy. Uh-huh. Um, it's a uh, very Tesseract vibes, I would, I would, I would say. A little less techy than Tesseract, but um, as far as the vibe goes, do you have like a similar. specific like all-time favorite instrumental band? Oh, oh, good question. Um, I love instrumental music. Yeah, me too. I um, like like Pliny and uh, Chan, and mm, so I watch you okay. from afar. Those bands. Uh, um, instrumental bands. Um, right now it's either Covet. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you heard of Covet? Yeah, yeah. Yvette Young is my favorite guitar player of yeah, all time. Yeah, she's crazy. She's crazy. Um, Covet, or it's either Covet, the band Russian Circles, 
If you've ever heard of that band? No, I haven't heard uh, of They kind of started like, they're kind of like the fathers of post-rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Russian Circles, uh, or, hmm, yeah, those are the two I've got in my head right now, those two bands. I do like I do like me some Chon and some Pliny, though. That's good shit. Yeah, Pliny, I, yeah. I like, my friend showed me Pliny, and we first heard, uh, like, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what song it was. We played it on the podcast one time, and I can't remember now, but yeah. mm-hmm. it's just like, he's so amazing how he puts all these, like, acoustic things together to go with his like crazy drums and then also like he solos over everything it's just so good yeah yeah Yeah, i didn't know i didn't know it was one guy that's cool well you know they had i think his name was troy wright was their drummer on drums yeah Yeah. yeah. and then they had a bassist but it's all like his name is pliny i'm pretty sure you know oh that's like his oh okay i see i see very cool but um, so the other guy that you're working with, uh, me and LJ had a little bit of a dispute on how to say his name, uh, but it, I think believe uh, it's uh, John oh, Cornelio, right? John Cornelio. Oh, Cornelio. <laughs> yeah, John oh. Cornelio. So um, Told you. yeah, it's just J O H N space uh, C O R N E L I O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cornelio, um, solo artist. Uh, that's Thank probably you. my newest thing that I started doing. Mm-hmm. Um. My friend, my good friend Gigi Zimmer plays bass. Uh, she's an incredible musician. Um, and then, uh, oh, you guys are getting some weird static on your end. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sync cool. audio. Cool. <laughs> All right. I think we're back, baby. Yeah. Right. We're back. So you were talking about uh, starting to work with uh, John, John Cornelio. 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 Yeah. Cornelio. <laughs> Cornelio. Yeah. His. Uh, I told you. His, mu- <laughs> his music is great. About this earlier. Did you now? Yes. <laughs> Justin was like, "No, it's Cornelio." Cornelio. Yeah, it's interesting because he's uh he's Filipino, so you think it would have a weird pronunciation. But it doesn't. <laughs> it's yeah. just totally normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, great music. Check him out. Uh, I just have one funny story tied to this because I've only played one show with John. Okay. Uh, and then the whole pandemic thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically, yes, I was right. running. Um, I was running an open mic at Strum. Strum University yeah, one night, and uh, mm-hmm. he calls me like while I'm like checking people in and stuff, and he's like, "Yo, bro, like my drummer just bailed on me. Like, dude, can you play a show at Focal tonight at 9 p.m.?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh, okay. Like, I met you like a month ago, but all right." You're like, "I don't know. Is um, this? Uh, are you insulting your own music by saying that I could learn it in a couple hours?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't even learn it in a few hours. I learned it never. I just played. Um, so yeah. that's the funny part of the story. <laughs> nice. So, so here's what we did. So I finish up. I literally drive straight home. Mm-hmm. There was a backline kit at the venue, so I just grabbed like my pedal, snare, sticks, uh, cymbals, and then showed up to the venue. Yep. About 30 minutes before we had to go on, mm-hmm. I've never heard these songs before. <laughs> what we do is he's got he's got uh, so this get this he's got backtracks right. Mm-hmm. Dude doesn't even have them set up like in a session. Like I don't know what he was going to do if his actual drummer was at the show. I Maybe that's why he didn't plan. show up. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And so I literally, in the course of 15 minutes with an interface and like a crappy dynamic microphone, mm-hmm. I set up an entire full set session of backtracks outside of this like bar, mm-hmm. um, and I recorded vocal cues for the different changes. <laughs> so like you know how I like to do in like church like worship stuff like like all right chorus two three yeah, and yeah. and you mm-hmm. know. Um, and that is how I survived that gig. And it was, like, <laughs> it was like literally one of the best shows I've ever played. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was like his CD release show. I don't know how he was so yeah, poorly prepared. Yeah, I couldn't imagine my drummer that, but not <laughs> showing up for my CD release show. It yeah, came I would literally hang together. 
It came together. I saw a video of it, and we sounded amazing. It was uh, it was one of my prouder achievements as a mm-hmm. musician. Yeah, I rose really up to fun. the uh, I rose up to the occasion, mm-hmm. and so I was really proud of myself for that. But uh, yeah, he's just uh, he's great too. He's so at all of the music that he has out, you haven't worked on him, uh, worked with it on him yet. Nothing, just a live drummer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Well, we didn't get to. We were starting to listen to him, and then we had to figure out this uh, whole audio shit that apparently still didn't work. And so uh, we heard mm. a little bit of, I think, a song with, with the name Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday it was, morning. It sounded pretty good from what we heard. It's so good shit. Definitely check him out. Um, good shit. So, it's besides uh, Gold Season. Is there any other bands or people that you worked with in the past that you have recorded music with that you want people to listen to? That I've recorded music with. Um, or you know the, that you just want them to check out or whatever. Um, not particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done like a lot of like just like fill in touring work, but not like stuff that I was a part of. So we'll uh, okay. we'll skip over that. So um, um, before we get into like your uh, your drum gear, uh, I just wonder: gear. Do you have like a, besides the story that you were just talking about with uh, mm-hmm. showing up and learning all those parts? Do you have like a specific mm-hmm. show? that you remember as being like the best show you like ever played, like the greatest experience and like best mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, I do. Um, it was when Rio, uh, Rio Wiley mm-hmm. put out, uh, his last full length album called river. And, uh, we played a tour kickoff show mm-hmm. at, uh, pub rock live. And it, uh, it was like, it was pretty close to selling out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a pretty big deal for us. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Packed, packed room. Uh, definitely the best set I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of musical proficiency, even in a live setting. Uh, I know a couple, a couple bands that aren't super good live, and I just yeah, I don't, no, I don't, I'm totally I don't, like I don't that really, too. I want to make yeah. everything like the best performance because these mm-hmm. people seeing you live, like they don't know you necessarily, even if they're they're there to see you, they're expecting it to be good, you know. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would yeah. you want and, to be better? And that uh, that show was just a vibe. It was just a good time, and mm-hmm. the whole tour was uh, amazing. So I'd say that whole tour collectively was probably my favorite set of shows yeah, it's pretty I've awesome. ever done. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Uh, before we get into gear, mm-hmm. uh, another thing, probably the, the second biggest inspiration to me as a person outside of music is yes. actually anime. Okay. Um, we love yeah, anime. Yeah, I know. Hashtag, hashtag uh, weeb, weeb Nation. <laughs> Half of the episodes um, of this podcast are us talking about anime. <laughs> oh, very a, good. I have yeah. a 1999 Digivice on the table in front of me right now. <laughs> uh, amazing. I don't know what that is, but what is what is that? From, like, Digimon, he's saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I My taste is... No, yeah. My taste in I anime figured. is as fucked up as my taste in music, so <laughs> I, I've i never seen, like, the really popular stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I swim in the mainstream. <laughs> that's okay. That's there's a reason stuff is popular. That's yeah. what I always tell people. There's a reason it's popular. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, thank, thank I want to drop some recommend. Um, but you were oh, saying no, about how the anime influences you. Everybody likes what they like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, anime is really important to me because it helped me. Um, it taught me a lot about myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I have trouble. I made a post today talking about this or yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw I, uh, I have a lot of trouble communicating with other people um and you, you might be surprised to hear that um i mean more on like an emotional level mm-hmm. yes. so like um specifically with like relation intimate relationships i have a lot of trouble there mm-hmm. and uh the way i feel at home and i feel whole is by communicating through art and through music and yeah um my favorite show of all time is this show made in 1996 the year i was born actually called hey. uh neon genesis evangelion hey i've, and, seen, I've um, seen a little bit of that 
Yeah, it's, I've seen uh, a little bit too. I haven't seen the whole it thing. Is I saw a, it in the beginning, but a lot of people love this. Anime. Animated super well. So what? A, what do you take from it in your life? Then? Beautiful. Um, so the thing. I t- so the thing about Ava. Mm-hmm. That's the abbreviation. Yes. Um, the thing about Ava is that it is a giant robot show, mm-hmm. but um, it sub- it subverts just about every expectation. Uh, not just in within the giant robot genre, but also within anime in general. There's a lot of subversion going on. Uh, but the the show is about. Um, not about the robots, really. The show is more about the characters in the show. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a cast of characters in any show that I've ever seen ever or movie. Um, I've never seen human beings so accurately depicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I have a feeling it's uh, my best friend has a theory that the show is actually autobiographical and that all of the characters are actually various sub-personalities within the creator's head. Okay, um, yeah. And this theory actually holds up upon analysis because... Um, Deep. There's like some psychoanalytical stuff. Mm-hmm. The main the main thing is that uh, I had never seen anything in my life that resonated with me the way that the show did. Yeah. The main character is incredibly socially awkward, um, and uh, that's something I really identify with. He has trouble talking to girls. Um, he gets embarrassed by weird things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has an estranged father, which is something I can't relate with, but I do relate with specific uh, components of each of the characters. And surprisingly mm-hmm. enough... The last thing I will say is um, I actually relate with all of the female characters in that show more than I relate with any of the male characters. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's just a lot. It's it's incredibly dense. Uh, if anyone tells you that Ava is deep because of its Christian symbolism or any of that BS, uh, it's not. It's deep because um, the characters themselves are well-written and deep and real people. Yeah, anytime uh, I've ever heard anybody are... talk about this, they always say that the story is really good. I've, I actually haven't heard anybody talk about, like, it's, like, Christian I, uh, I disagree. Oh, the story, well, okay, so the story is good. The yeah. story is good and interesting, mm-hmm. but it's not what it's about, and that's why it's so hard to show this show to people. Yeah. Um, despite me recommending it, it's hard <laughs> to show people because they get too caught up in the narrative. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. kind of miss the point. Um. So I don't know, but that's yeah. Don't pay too much attention. Pay attention to the story, but know that it's 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 yeah, a character about how piece. The it's a character and how they interact with each other. It's about the human experience. Piloting yeah. an Ava, piloting the robot is not piloting the robot in the show. Piloting the show, the robot in the show is living life. Uh, my theory is that uh, the creator basically the, he projects himself onto the characters, right? So mm-hmm. piloting the robot to the characters is making anime to him so yeah um, like going for your dream essentially yes or finding your thing and yeah, doing whipping. your thing and so that to me is drums and yeah. so that's mm-hmm. something else or there's a character in the show that is the only thing she cares about is piloting the robot um her name is asuka and she bases mm-hmm. her the entirety of her self-worth upon uh, her ability to pilot this robot and anytime it doesn't go the way she planned she just Basically, throughout the show, she plunges into this incredible, incredibly crushing depression, mm-hmm. um, and that's basically my first eight years of being a musician. I was crushingly depressed and unsatisfied with how good I was. Only recently did I gain any semblance of of self self worth. You know, I. Um, you know, they say like. Uh like some people say, you know, you need to do something for like ten years to become like, you know, like an yeah. expert on it. That's and what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm I'm very similar. I'm I'm 25. I started playing when I was about like 14, 13. You know, or so we're very similar in like how long we've been Sick. playing. And so only just like the last me. like, Hell yeah. And I play guitar, not drums, but only the last like 
two or three years have I felt like I'm really comfortable and like I don't Same. feel embarrassed showing people things that I make or like having Same. to apologize over and over again, you know? So Yep. Exactly the same for me. Yep, yeah. I finally feel like I'm I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Well, I've seen your videos, and you're definitely really good. So there's no question about <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. Man. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Too kind. You're but too kind. so uh, yeah, we do this thing on the show called hash, hashtag Gear Guide. Hashtag we gear say guide. it like three times. Hashtag gear, gear Guide, guide baby. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So um, you can start with whatever uh, piece of equipment you want, but just go through all the different pieces on your drum set, or if. Or if it's not on your drum set now, just like your, the shit you like the most that you use. Okay. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm rocking. Uh, I drove all the way to Los Angeles, California to buy this drum set. It's used. Uh, it is a Gretsch uh, New Classic, uh, which is a kit they made around 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually a kit that my teacher recommended. It's the one he plays. Uh, his name is uh, Joseph Wesley Arrington. Okay. Have oh, him yeah, on the show. yeah, yeah. From a lot. Dude. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I love yeah. I love CNVAR. I love uh mm-hmm. a lot like birds, all the Kurt Travis yep. music that he's made. He's one yep. of the best ever, seriously. He's a god and I I don't know how I'm taking lessons from him. Well, it's you're surreal. very lucky because <laughs> uh, he's doing. <laughs> Tell him me, dude. Um <laughs> but uh he recommended it and I found one in LA. Uh perfect condition. It was sitting in a church for 10 years. Didn't move. Wow. <laughs> uh grabbed it. Got a good deal on it. Um yeah, Gretsch new classic. I got the gold sparkle one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds amazing. Um, it comes with 10, 12, 14, 16 toms. I'm actually currently only using a kick snare floor tom. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of rocking the minimalist uh, yeah, jazzier exactly. setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yeah, because yeah. I am limited on microphones right now, oh, and I'm yeah. doing a lot of session work, <laughs> so I need to be able to use a bottom snare mic. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I mean, there's no uh, shame in just using the the low tom. Like if you're if you can do everything you got to do, it doesn't really matter. Sounds still yeah. sounds immaculate, exactly. dude. It's the best yeah. sounding kit I've ever played, <laughs> um, and it is sturdy. It is. It incredibly well built the snare that came with the kit is actually the snare i like using the most right now most of the kits that come with or the snares that come with kits are kind of po pieces of shit yeah they're just like Um, basic ass snares yeah i i rotate between that one and uh so it's a gresh new classic 14 by six and a half and i also use a um a ludwig uh raw brass 14 by six and a half that thing slaps it's loud as shit it's awesome uh and then uh got those uh pure sound 30 snare wires on the bottom get a good snare get a good snare response those sound sick uh i use remo remo drum heads uh-huh. uh right now i'm rocking uh vintage emperors on the top of my toms uh a p77 coated on my snare and then i've got the clear ambassadors on the bottom mm-hmm. and currently rocking a p4 p4 p3 i think on my kick i forgot it's p4 or p3 okay uh remo nice. Um. Yeah. So Remo is amazing. Uh. And then uh, use Promark drumsticks. Shout out uh, Remo. Sh- I'm sorry. Yeah, what did you say Remo. there? I didn't hear the drumsticks. Promark drumsticks. Promark. Uh. Yeah. I use uh Shirakashi oak, Japanese oak five B. I recently switched to five B. I have trouble. I've made a lot of stick switches in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do yeah, you, those uh, are so like we're not drummers, so like we we you know uh, we have two drummers in our band, even though one of them's the drummer, one of them's another person. So they talk about uh-huh. it a little bit to us. But what uh, what would make you go through like the different stick changes over the last year or so? Like what? what made um, you do that? the biggest thing for me was actually uh, the way that they play on cymbals. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, I don't particularly care. I can produce the sound on a drum that I need to because of the technique that I have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's mostly with the way that it feels playing a cymbal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with heavier sticks, you're swinging a higher mass object at this piece of metal, uh, thus increasing your chances of cracking it. Uh, yeah. I'm not particularly a huge fan of cracking cymbals. In fact, I'm constantly trying to crack them less and less. And I've actually, as I've grown as a player steadily lengthened the amount of time that my symbols have lasted and i'd like eventually for them to just not fucking crack because <laughs> yeah. i don't i'm not made of fucking money dude um, you gotta get those uh those ones that come with insurance so you could just keep sending them back <laughs> yes i do the pro coverage yeah yeah um but uh but yeah um it, for me personally that's what it was i know uh, for my roommate blake um blake bailey mm-hmm. he plays in a band called um the dead rabbits okay uh if I'm, you've ever heard of them i feel uh, like i have heard of them this is uh, Craig Mabbitt from Escape. The oh Fates. yes, 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 yeah, yeah. I've heard Side of project, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He lives here. Um, oh, a lot of famous musicians live here. It's kind of weird. Um, it's so hot. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> it maybe, but it's uh, cheap. yeah, he, yeah. It is cheap here. Yeah, yeah I. Um, but I, I turned him on to the 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 sticks I use now because he mm-hmm. was using two Bs, which are thicker. Yeah. Um, and his his reasoning was always like, dude, I hit so hard, you know, so I'm gonna like break them, but. Um, oh, break the sticks if out? they're smaller. Yes. Well, the thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah. wouldn't Lighter. you just adjust to like not hit as hard with the stick? Then I guess you know, and kind of yeah, like... theor- yeah. Theoretically, the idea is you get the the bigger sticks so you don't have to hit as hard because yeah. it produces more sound. Mm-hmm. Um, he just plays really, really hard. Um, so that's his thing. Yeah, but he yeah. he likes the five Bs because of uh, I guess they worked out for him. He likes the way they feel in his hands a little more. They don't feel as much like a log in his hand. Call. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I feel like it's different for everyone. For me, it's the symbols. Um, yeah. And symbols. Speaking of which, uh, I'm actually kind of playing a mishmash right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a dream. Dream is a Canadian company. Okay. Uh, a dream, 21 inch dark matter eclipse ride. Uh, it's the best sounding ride symbol I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a dream 20 inch uh, energy crash ride as my one crash off to the left. Okay. And then I have uh, Impression, which is another, I think, Turk- I think Impression is the Turkish company. But I have Impression 15-inch traditional hi-hats. Mm-hmm. And then I have a stack. Got to have a stack, right? Uh, my yeah. stack is a destroyed Zildjian Oriental China <laughs> on the bottom and a destroyed Zildjian KEFX crash on top. Sounds amazing. Rest in peace. Um, I feel like that's another, um, you know, kind of like stud on the belt for being an experienced drummer it's like yeah i have all these symbols that broke but they sound so good together <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah two wrong it's a two wrongs make a right kind of situation my friend, i actually have a, f- a sorry, collection of my sim- friend he no, uses a his splash symbol is literally the symbol from like a first act drum kit like you know they have like the little like oh, the ones man. that are made for like babies where it's like just Ugh. a metal symbol <laughs> well hopefully it's just a practice splash and not a recording splash. no yeah not recording just for uh oh, amazing play, but it's it's hilarious it sounds for go. what it is it doesn't sound too bad yeah <laughs> they're not they do they do produce sound yes and that is what you need sometimes <laughs> um i i still haven't quite found my home in regards to like a symbol company yeah so i'm kind of just exploring and uh feeling that one out so i don't have a dedicated brand there mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's all the gear i use i'm not too tied to like a type of like hardware what about your anything, uh, so. your pedals oh there we go i am tied to that uh, i use a uh, dw 9000s okay. double pedal yeah yeah. it's the shit it's indestructible <laughs> and it's gonna last me the rest of my life so. yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean that's a that's a lot of people use the dw's i don't know if i heard of 9000 but i've heard of like 3000 before 
So. Yeah, yeah. The, the most popular ones are the 2000s. Those are like the starter starter pedals. The 5000s <laughs> yeah, exactly. are pretty popular, but the 9000s are just built like a tank and they you can adjust anything on them so they're fully customizable yeah, like which the is boards and the, everything yeah that's yeah awesome. everything yep 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 and then um uh, yeah that's uh that's pretty much it uh, other gear i'm not i'm just kind of i just kind of get what i need as far as stands and, yeah mm, yeah it's funny because we asked somebody one time and they were like i don't know i just use whatever stands i get i'm like all right i guess we're not going to ask that anymore <laughs> <laughs> i do I do like the. I have a, a bunch of Tama Road Pro stands. Uh-huh. Uh, they are indestructible, which is they're called Road Pro for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of those uh, before. Those too, are those time. are nice, and they have. Uh, it's nice. They actually don't have the twisty tops. They have these little like pinchy tops. Yeah, you put tops. the thing into it. Yeah, yeah, it's way easier to to tour with those because you can just boom symbol off boom back on so yeah and and it doesn't yeah. get like super tight and then you have to sit there trying to adjust it for 30 minutes with like a hammer <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 much more preferred i'm gonna look at my kit i'm trying to think if it... yeah i didn't miss anything no no um, i think you got everything there it sounds like all pieces yeah. of the drum set <laughs> yeah yeah um so you know it's the uh, most detailed drum set like uh, we've heard and yeah like, you knew oh, every single yeah. thing you had thank yeah, god it was, it was beautiful <laughs> oh yeah oh. dude i'm so ocd about my gear oh, that's, that's <laughs> so beautiful. that's exactly what we like just for like besides um obviously like your teacher you said like i like i said i listed yeah. all the bands that he's in he's amazing and i'm sure he is something man. i don't know if you've ever learned any of those songs uh that he plays in like uh, i'm trying to think of uh I don't know if he plays in this band. I've always wondered this. Uh, you know the band Nova Charisma? That is that guy Donovan from Hail yeah. the Sun. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he does. He hasn't mentioned it to me yet. Yeah, so. but it just all the like he, the Kurt Travis solo music that he did is so good and so different from like all mm-hmm. the other music that he mm-hmm. makes. It's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Would you say most that of that was written in studio too? By the way. Oh yeah, you know what? I watched him play uh, like a music a video for it, and it did seem like they were kind of like writing it while they were there and he came with all the songs or whatever but i think i think the what is it uh not the most recent kurt travis album but the one that's uh, everything is beautiful like the all the drum parts on that are pretty crazy tasteful yeah but yeah my favorite oh, kurt sorry. travis song on drums no if you want to hear some fucking drumming listen to uh too much space off of the most recent kurt yeah travis i know that one but i don't song. remember it off the top of my head but i'll oh, definitely check it out dude yeah it slaps it's good um, uses a stack <laughs> <laughs> is there any uh particular drummer that like when you were younger you based your you know like we like i love slash when i was younger and even though i don't play anything Sick. like slash he was just like my guitar idol and pushed me into playing yeah. is there somebody yeah, like that got... that you have yeah so the first drummer that i ever saw that i was super into was actually nico mcbrain from iron maiden oh, wow. nice. um, <laughs> yeah iron maiden was like the first band i get, became like obsessed with and i'm yeah. still kind of obsessed with that band um, i have some pretty controversial opinions about iron maiden actually um, if oh. you want to hear this. Yeah, sure. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, so I actually <laughs> disagree with every Iron Maiden fan ever on when the golden age of Iron Maiden was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody says that the the early Bruce Dickinson days, in, like Power Slave, Peace of Mind, uh, Number of the Beast, they, mm-hmm. they say those are the golden days. And they were good, but they were playing a style of music that was really popular and mainstream, and they were, they were sort of fitting a mold in a way. They yeah. were doing their own thing, but they were fitting a mold. Um, because it was marketable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Dickinson left and then came back in the year 2000. And okay. this is when they started making extremely long, progressively fleshed out music. Mm-hmm. And my 2000 to 2010 Iron Maiden, I think, is actually the golden age. I'm not even they, sure I've ever heard any music from them between No that. one has. No <laughs> one has. And that's the thing that makes me so upset is that they 
at this point, they have a fan base. They don't need to conform to anything, so they actually did what they wanted to do. Yeah. And they created my two favorite albums from their discography, which is um, Brave New World and A Matter of Life and Death. I also oh, I feel awesome. like um I feel like yeah. you know with new so like you consider Iron Maiden in 2000 that's like what 30 years into their career almost or like t- at least 20 Yeah. Yeah, so, they're, they're they're old. They're old the guy older guys at this point. Yeah, so as music progressed, especially I think between like the late 90s and right now like it's so different how people will write music like the the average person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just makes sense that they would become like better guitarists and like more progressive as time went on and like you're saying they didn't even have to worry about it they could literally do whatever they want and they're gonna still bring in stadiums whenever they go on tour with another band still selling out still selling it out dude um yeah the 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 big thing is uh also the not just the instrumentation improved the lyrics are so dense and thematically rich on those records so Mm -hmm. Every aspect. Yeah, I always felt. For them. I always felt like they were kind of like you know they're like a lot of the bands that were out, but their guitar was kind of like ahead of the time when they were yes. first out, and then very innovative. Yeah. Now I, I I have to listen to that new music honestly. I I'll believe you that it's a lot more progressive and probably better. Bro. So. Yeah, it's it's sick, bro. They get into some odd time, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's my controversial. Iron Maiden opinion. Okay. Uh, well, other drummers take. I look up to. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say it doesn't seem that controversial to me, but maybe it does to a real Iron nah. Maiden fan. <laughs> it's a hot. Take. <laughs> real it's Iron a- Maiden fans would fucking punch me in the face. Yeah, it's a hot take. Said. It's a hot take. All right, it we'll is a hot this take. Out. No, I'm just kidding. But I'll but. die on this hill. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, uh, other drummers, obviously Joseph Arrington yeah. mm-hmm. is my favorite of all time. Yeah, he's so. Uh, Anika Anika Niles is a independent drummer. I believe she lives in Germany, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Um, she is a minor symbols artist. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite drummers of all time. Um, and then uh, also that guy Forrest Rice from Covet okay. is mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, yeah. rid- ridiculously improvisational mind. He's uh, brilliant. Um, I'm, I also wonder, uh, this kind of, I mean, it's kind of related, but it's just like, I'm not trying to start mm-hmm. shit, but what do you think about the drummer from Dance Gavin Dance? Cause a lot of people who, <laughs> oh, you know, they, here we go. they like, I, I like Dance Gavin Dance and I even think he's really good, but it's kind of like, it's always like a party. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's always like crazy, you know? Yeah. So that's an interesting critique. Um, I think he's really good at doing dance, Gavin dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, I think if Matt was put in some kind of setting that wasn't that type of music, I think he would be much less comfortable and he would, would not do as well. Um, and the same applies to me being placed into a setting that I'm not comfortable in. Yeah. He's really good at what he does. Um, I do think he could loosen up a little bit. Um, and that's just me as a teacher analyzing his playing. I think that, He's better than me in a lot of ways, but I think that he needs to relax because he might he's gonna hurt himself eventually if he keeps yeah with how he as plays tense as he is it's, yeah it's so weird like it's it's like comparing him to Joseph right like mm-hmm. there Joseph feels like he's a drummer that could play any style he because he basically plays like the normal guy drums you know <laughs> the guy could do anything man yeah but with Matt it feels like he just always is trying to like Will Swan is a weird guitarist so you know you got to like adjust to what he's doing but he's always mm-hmm. trying to just like accent the rhythm like way too much in my opinion like it doesn't feel like it's a drumming part of a song uh, it feels like it's just made yeah. to be like rhythmic the okay whole time. you you feel like the drums are less of a like you know how there's like melodies and like counter melodies yeah. you feel mm-hmm. like it's more like 
he's being he's sticking too much to what was there instead of you know creating his own voice yeah and like building the rhythm it's like you you don't always have to like you know i just feel like it follows too much like older dance cabin dance like happiness and that stuff it felt like there was like real drum parts now it kind of feels like i don't know yeah i think i don't know how they write it sounds like the older music, maybe they wrote it in a room together. Yeah, I think that was. And what then it, was. it sounds like the newer music, maybe they do the whole in the box method with programmed drums. It, it uh, definitely is possible because they only have one guitarist yeah. and then like they have other, they have like three guitarists that like feature on all the other songs. So it's always him writing by himself. I doubt he's there really? with the drummer all the time. Because I know they have the guy from Idola, Andrew. Yeah, and then they have the who guy who used have? to be in Dance Gavin Dance, uh, Zachary Garin. Okay. Yeah, he does like a couple songs on each album too. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. That's but, interesting. Yeah, I, never heard I just wonder that because it's like a lot of drummers have like a weird opinion of him, and I think he's good, but like you know, I just feel like he could probably be a lot better if he calmed down, like you're saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's. I have. I have some critiques uh, to level. I've actually had this exact conversation with my roommate. Like, mm-hmm. um, he agrees with me. So. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I agree with you too. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I've never heard anyone bring that up. That's good. Uh, well, I'm just that kind of guy cool. now. But um, so thank you for uh, you know doing this interview with us. Yeah, thank you um, so much for coming. You said on. your name on Instagram and Twitter and everything is Cash Plays Drums, right? At Cash Plays Drums with a K, K A S H Plays Drums, all one word. Okay, and then Lower everybody, case. make sure you check out uh, Rio Wiley. Check out Hashi with a V instead of an A, and also John Cor- Cornelio. John Cornelio, and John also Cornelio. also uh, shameless plug here. Uh, I have an instrumental project that I've been working on for Shame almost three bro. years that is the greatest music I've ever written. Uh, I don't mean to like hype it up a no, whole you're lot, good. You but could, you I'm really proud of what I've done. Yeah, I was going to say, we like, suck our own dick. Yeah. <laughs> ah, get up in there. Uh, I'm going to fucking deep throat myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the <laughs> instrumental project. <laughs> uh, I'm really proud of it, and uh, it's going to come out, and uh, you should all listen to it. I will 100% listen yeah, to it. 1,000%. Yeah, yeah. What, what is, is there a name for this, uh, this, this? There is a name. I will, I will, I will release the name. So it's uh, Hakol Havel. H-A-K-O-L. H-A-V-E-L. So it's actually Hebrew um, oh. from the book of Ecclesiastes from the Old Testament in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it translates to all is vapor. Everything is vapor. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, I'm I'm excited to hear this music because I'm sure it's going to be crazy based off of seeing how you play. But um, oh, everybody, make sure you, they follow at Cash Plays Drums with a K on Instagram and uh, Twitter, and uh, we'll see you at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank cool. You. I never said I'd take this lying down. It's getting old just to tell myself I was never considered for anything.